Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Film Festival Alliance is announced a first of its kind, as far as I know, theatrical at-home event in which they will be showcasing one particular film, uh, Gary Lundgren's Phoenix, Oregon. And it's a new way of, of bringing cinema to people who are, for a lot of different reasons, are either at home or unable to get to theaters. And this is what sounds to me like a, a unique opportunity to connect with people who love movies. And we're joined today by the executive director of the Film Festival Alliance, and that would be Leela Ben O'Connor. Leela, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, before we go any further, I want to make sure uh, that I didn't butcher that too badly. Is that what you're trying to, what this is about? I would say that's fairly accurate. For years, we've been trying to come up with a way to gather film festival audiences from across the country in an appreciation of film festivals, much akin to Record Store Day or even Art House Cinema Day. But it's kind of uh, difficult because not all film festivals have access to a theater um, on the same day. So uh, when I saw that Annie and Gary were taking Phoenix, Oregon um, to cinemas in this way, I thought, hey, maybe we can do this with film festivals. And finally, our film festival day dream can come true. Wow. So it's all it's also that something that you've been thinking about and and hoping to have happen. And also, as it comes along at a time when none of us can go to a theater, none of us can get out and have that experience of sitting in a darkened room with a bunch of strangers enjoying a, a beautiful piece of art. So this is a is that been playing into why you wanted to do it now? Yeah, it comes at a welcome time. Like you said, everyone's at home. And we all want connection. And film festival audiences are loyal audiences, um, and they support the curatorial voice of their local film festivals. And um, it's so f- it's cool to be able to bring a film um, that so many audiences will will enjoy and bring it together and and hope that people will, will opt in to watch it at the same time and then join us for a Q and A with the filmmakers to sort of emulate the actual film festival experience from your home. That's fantastic. It sounds like a great opportunity and, and um, a, a great way to enjoy a film. Tell, tell me a little bit about the Film Festival Alliance. What is that? Sure. The Film Festival Alliance was founded in 2010 by a group of film festival organizers as a program of the IFP in New York. And basically, it was formed as an informal group of festival organizers coming together each September to talk about the industry and there was no other real form of connection for people who were for professional film festival organizers around 2010 the organization became its own standalone nonprofit and in 2013 we joined forces with the art house convergence which is a similar group of art house theater professionals and began programming a conference every january with them in utah just before sundance I became the executive director in 2015, and once we had somebody who is fairly full-time and devoted to the organization, we were able to increase our programming, increase our networking opportunities, our professional development opportunities, and really become a conduit, an advocate for film festivals, and mostly regional film festivals around the country. We have about 200 member festivals. A handful of them are the big ones, Sundance, Hamptons, Milwaukee, Seattle, 
Mill Valley, but the majority of our film festivals are under 500,000 uh, annual budget and the majority of them and the majority of those are under $250,000 budget. So they're regional, audience-driven, filmmaker-driven festivals who are mission-oriented and who are dedicated to bringing the best of independent film from around the world to their communities. That is a fascinating idea, a fascinating approach that you're taking with this um, because there are the big hitters, Tribeca, Telluride, Sundance, you, you name some of them as well. And uh, these are just gargantuan undertakings. I've been to Sundance, and it's an immense operation. Mm -hmm. So for for these smaller film festivals, they just sort of get lost in the shuffle. Hard to find them. Uh, yeah. So, so this is a wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, and uh, if you're in your community, you may have a film festival that's been going on for 15 or 20 years. And, you know, that's, that's what you rely on each year to go to find the best films um, that are traveling the festival circuit. Most of these organizations are nonprofit organizations. And for a lot of them, it's like a startup year over year. You're raising the funds to be able to put on your festival every year. And that's a lot of work and it's a, it's a big labor of love and a lot of them are all volunteer run. So an advantage though, that the littler festivals and the smaller festivals have compared to some of the bigger market festivals is that it's easier to pivot in a time like this. Um, everyone's sort of used to doing everything for nothing. Um, and so when it comes to being able to pivot and take your festival online or um, create new opportunities for your audiences or create educational opportunities, you can do that quickly fairly quickly and without a lot of red tape to cut through. So these organizations are trying to, to figure out a way to prosper and survive during this COVID-19 outbreak um, and pandemic and the stay-at-home situation. Um, and a lot of them are being really creative and it's really wonderful to see. So as the Alliance, we're trying to figure out ways that we can advocate for them, offer them opportunities to generate income. So for example, on film festival day, whichever film festival you select to support when you buy your tickets will receive 50% of the proceeds. So it's a really wonderful way to generate a little bit of income for those organizations, as well as really spotlight all of these organizations that you mentioned that kind of get overlooked in the rung of film festivals. We hear film festival and we think of South by Southwest, and we think of Sundance, and we think of Tribeca, and we think of Telluride, and we think of Toronto. But those are the big market festivals, and you can count them on one hand, one or two hands. The majority of the film festival um, industry is made up of smaller festivals that are, you know, bringing amazing uh, content to their communities. And sometimes that content is very regional or local. It's, it's specific to the to the place where they're being held which is very cool, which is just another way of fostering creative voices, allowing them an opportunity to be seen in ways that they wouldn't get with a big distributor, a big a national dis distribution deal. So this is another part of this experience for people who love film and love storytelling. This is, sounds like just such a wonderful way to do that. Yeah, and these organizations are creating amazing educational opportunities for their local filmmaking scene and helping grow their local filmmaking scene, while at the same time bringing in films and filmmakers from around the world to their communities. And in turn, they sort of become, all these people they're bringing into their communities see these passionate audiences who aren't biased or who aren't jaded and who are just there to see amazing films. Um, and then these filmmakers in turn become advocates and ambassadors for your community as well. We're talking with the uh, 
Executive Director of the Film Festival Alliance, Leila Meadow-Connor. And we're talking about Film Festival Day, as I said, Saturday, April 11th. Is there a specific time? How is this going to sort of work for people who are interested in joining, to jumping in? If you go to filmfestivalalliance.org, you can find information about all the festivals joining. There are more than 32 festivals who are Film Festival Alliance members from 20 states around the country who are joining, which is really exciting. Mm. Um, and of just that small handful of festivals, they have combined audiences of more than 250,000 people and support more than 6,000 filmmakers annually. So Film Festival Day takes place on April 11th with a virtual group screening and filmmaker Q&A. You can rent the movie now and support your local film festival. Whenever you buy the ticket, it will support your local film festival. We suggest, though, starting the film at 3 p.m. Pacific time or 6 p.m. Eastern time and then joining our live Q&A at 5 p.m. Pacific time at 8 p.m. Eastern time. The Q&A will be moderated by Melanie Addington, who's the executive director of the Oxford Film Festival and Oxford, Mississippi. And what's really fun is when you see the movie, there's a whole connection of pizza in the movie and pizza recipes. And Melanie actually used to work for a... Um, pizza magazine and had written about this specific pizza that uh, the one of the characters is based on. So totally randomly didn't even know that connection was there. I, I had asked her to do the Q&A because she's wonderful. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I, I used to work in a pizza place. I know exactly who this is. So it's going to be really cool. Um, and we have three of the actors from the film joining us, plus director Gary Lundgren. So, so we, we, have, have, we haven't said the name of the film, Phoenix, Oregon. Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. Yes. That's okay. Phoenix, Oregon. Um, and Gary Lundgren, a terrific guy, really wonderful, kind of very relaxed, uh, informative, engaging kind of guy. So it'll be a great time to hear. Yeah, about. yeah. It's going to be great. And we have three of the stars from the movie, um, James Legros, who people will know from Living in Oblivion and lots of other things, Jesse Borrego and Diedrich Bader, who is all very familiar faces, yes. um, director Gary Lundgren, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be like a film festival Q&A, but with uh, audience members from around the country listening in. It's, it sounds great. And again, we're, we're, most of us are sitting around, uh, you know, watching reruns or doing whatever we're doing. We, don't, we can't get out and see films like we like to do. And this is, a, again, a great opportunity to be able to see a really cool little indie film, Phoenix, Oregon. Yeah. Chance and to, I, go ahead. I want to give special props to Gary and Annie and their whole team um, behind the movie. So I met Gary and Annie last summer when they when they take their film on the road in an RV around the country. And I run a small little micro cinema here in Wichita and was connected to them and showed their film here. So when Annie sent out the email to all the cinemas uh, about doing this wonderful ticket split, I, I thought this is the perfect film to do for Film Festival Day. And they, they all agreed. And I just want to you know, recognize their creativity in distributing the film and being so willing to support film festivals and art house cinemas. Right. And Gary's career is that it embodies that, that uh, ethos. It hasn't kept him from working with very talented people, including the, the, the cast that you, you mentioned from uh, Phoenix, Oregon. So it's, it's he's one of those filmmakers that is doing it the way he wants to do it without a lot of the constraints that would come with a big deal with a big distributor or a big studio he's doing it on his own terms and i think that is the that is what we're looking for when we go to these festivals that are members of your organization this is part of why we do it 
Absolutely. It's the creativity of innovation. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, um, again, let's one more time. Let's go through this on Saturday, April 11th. Uh, the recommendation, you can go online to find out how you can download the, the film and watch it, contribute to your local film festival. So if you're interested in finding out more about this, you can go to filmschoolradio.com, filmschoolradio.com to find out more about the festival. There'll be a link there and how you can contribute. It's a very reasonable $6.50 for a ticket. You, you can, uh, and, and again, it's such a good cause. And so I'm hoping that uh, that everyone will take up this opportunity to do this. I want to talk a little bit about sort of how, as you see, the future of film festivals. As I mentioned, I've been to Sundance. I've been to Mill Valley. There, Mill Valley is much less of an operation than Sundance. It's hard to imagine moving forward that Sundance would be able to maintain that model next year that they had this year, that, that sort of sprawling enterprise that is Sundance. Do you see more virtual film festivals, more um, different approach to how films are presented? Are you seeing anything? I know that this COVID-19 is changing everything. But do you, mm-hmm. what do you see as sort of how film festivals moving forward? Is, is your model of the smaller film festivals what is on the horizon, or is there more to it than that? I could see definitely some festivals deciding to move part of their programming online. Um, there are some advantages to it in, in, the, in terms of being able to attract audiences that are not physically in your geographical area, and also to um, maybe reach audiences that, you know, need to watch movies with subtitles or th- there, there are other opportunities to come from this. I don't think though, that that's a permanent solution. Um, personally, I've seen a lot of festivals doing it. I think it's great that they're, be- they're able to do it. It keeps them in the public eye and it keeps them, you know, in touch with their audiences. I'm very hopeful though, that at some point we'll be able to return to the real model of what a film festival looks like. To your point about the, the, the future of film festivals, I think the idea of community coming together to see festivals is is a wonderful thing. So I'm not yeah. I'm not advocating for this sort yeah. of a model in in some ways, but it's it's really, it's another it's another way to approach it, I guess. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm really hopeful that organizations will take this time to sort of look at you know their programming and look at their structure and figure out where they can trim things or where they need to adjust things. Um, it's a really good time to sort of look at your um, the path forward strategically and figure out what what is right for you, what is right for your budget, what is right for your audience, and then figure out, most importantly, how to sustain yourself beyond this year. So if you can pull an online festival off this year, but you didn't earn any revenue, how will you make next year happen? And I think it's really important to think about this long term rather than just in the moment. I'm so glad we had this chance to get to talk and to get to know each other a little bit. This sounds like a wonderful organization, Film Festival Alliance, and it sounds like this is the kind of thing that if you're interested in film, if you're a filmmaker, you're listening to Film School Radio, you probably are, uh, you, you want to connect with them and because uh, there are a lot, it seems to me, a lot of opportunities for filmmakers and for audiences. Thank you very much for 
what you do and for finding some time to spend with us here on Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to add one more thing if I can. I mentioned that these regional film festivals are very filmmaker driven and we're all very cognizant of the relationship between filmmakers and film festivals um, and the importance of filmmakers to what we do. We wouldn't be able to do that, what we do, presenting their films without their content. So a lot of our initiatives are and, and plans on the horizon include figuring out ways that we can best support the filmmakers whose works we're exhibiting. Well, that's a wonderful um wonderful mission statement and it's it is the way that it should be thank you again we've been speaking with leela matt o'connor she is the executive director of the film festival alliance and um, please uh, go to filmschoolradio.com to find out about uh, this wonderful film festival day this saturday april 11th and check it out and uh, and be a part of it Thank you, Leela, for being here on Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having us. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 